You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, all right, you guys, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. You guys, I am here in person chilling in what looks like a beautiful bungalow in Encinitas, California, hanging out with my friend Joe <laughs> McVean. And it's we are two Midwesterners hanging out in Southern California, you guys. Um, I met Joe a little this year. It was this year. Um, I was following him on social media, and he shared his story about leaving the Midwest and heading over to California and literally just living his dreams from there and he has a very unique story about the day he left uh would you call that corporate America I guess yeah yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> Joe is now the CEO of Viral Purpose Academy and also an inspirational speaker what he does is really helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs spread their impact in a very authentic way and y'all know me enough that is what my jam is I love seeing entrepreneurs and people who who are really have like are present to their their purpose and their passion or at least have the spark of it ready to go and that's why you guys are listening to the hearts unleashed podcast because you are ready to unleash that authentic heart of yours so joe thanks for being here with us and contributing to us my pleasure it's good to yes. be here yeah please tell the listeners your story about leaving corporate america yeah yeah well like any good story the roots go really deep but to kind of start somewhere that's that's digestible and won't take hours um, I was working a soul-crushing job in, um, like you said, corporate America as a sales recruiter. And I was making 70 cold calls, no, working 70 hours a week and 200 cold calls a day. Yeah. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Headset, call center, standing desk, going for it, mm. you know, like rap music playing. <laughs> <It's ridiculous. laughs> um, and I was placing accountants in Cincinnati with new jobs in Cincinnati. Okay. And so it was this interesting situation where I hated my job mm-hmm. and everybody I talked to hated their job. And still it was my job to convince them that life would be better if they took another job that they'll eventually hate and call me again to switch them into a new one. Yes. So it was like so much like lack of mm-hmm. of meaning and, and purpose like all around me but it was this weird situation like a lot of people find themselves in where the culture is set up to be okay with that yeah you know the culture it's like you know why would you make a big crazy change and sacrifice your salary when everybody else is just accepting it too so um, meanwhile I had been on a spiritual journey like in private mm-hmm. meditating doing yoga like listening to spiritual teachers Eckhart Tolle dr. Wayne Dyer for for a long time I was reading the Tao Te Ching which is uh, the single book that changed my life more than anything I've ever re- put my eyes on. Yes. And um, 
And so I was doing all that, like, just to keep myself sane, you yeah. know? And I, and I wanted to win. I was still in this consciousness of wanting to win so much yes. that I wanted to just hit all my sales targets, to hit all my quotas, to you know, place a whole bunch of people so that I could be making what they said was going to be three, four $400,000 a year in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd live my dream. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the thing. It's what, I, it's what I call now, like, the dangling carrot of the ego. Like, yes. someday, you'll finally bite that dangling carrot, but it's just this big illusion. Ah, uh, yes. And now is when people divert into saying like it's all a big matrix and they want you to feel that way or whatever i don't know i think it's just human like tendency to procrastinate on the big scary stuff yeah um but anyways that's where i was so i was procrastinating on on biting the dangling carrot of the ego until one day we had that solar eclipse in 2017. yes and uh, it was just partial in columbus ohio where i was but it was enough. I went outside on a whim. I, w- I was planning on just working all the way through lunch. And instead, something came up in me. I was like, maybe I'll just go check out that eclipse. You know, I've always been like a science nerd, astronomy nerd. Like, mm. I think it'd probably be cool. So I'm looking up with these goofy goggles on my lunch break. You know, wearing business casual. And I'm looking at the sun and, like, my jaw dropped. Not because of what I saw, but because of what I felt. Yeah. And all of a sudden, what I, I realized that this spiritual potential energy that I had been amassing in myself of, like meditation and understanding truth and like thinking about purpose and I had done a bunch of traveling in college and like all of this stuff sort of came to a head where it's like this ball of energy couldn't be ignored anymore Mm -hmm. and as I'm looking up at the sun like I felt this shift of energy come from like the crown of my head through my feet and I visualized it going into the center of the earth back up through me and into the sun it was like a cleaning me out yeah and I was like that that was weird you know immediately all I had no reference of this I thought I was kind of crazy yeah um and then I started walking in and I kind of brushed it off and then I realized there's an anchor inside of me, like a weight inside of me. I couldn't, every step I took was so heavy to go put that freaking headset back on. Yeah. And uh, what ended up happening is I just watched, I, I followed my feet, I didn't walk, I followed my feet back inside mm-hmm. and watched my hands pull up Microsoft Word and click to type my resignation letter. Like I literally like observed it. Yeah. I, I wasn't consciously doing it, like this this energy that had awoken in me. Yeah. Um, was doing it, doing it on my behalf, I guess. And and I wasn't stopping it because I was like, I'm kind of cool with seeing where this goes. And so I handed my resignation letter in. Like the following Monday, I was supposed to take on a lead of a new division, you know, like yeah. a technology recruiting division because I have an electrical engineering degree. And so they're like, well, you'd be perfect to help place, you know, coders and software engineers and architects and stuff into new jobs. And I was like, cool, more money, blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as I had this, like, what do you call it, spiritual awakening, soul calling thing, Mm-hmm. Um, I handed him a resignation letter and I was like, boss, I know you're not going to understand this and I don't expect you to and that's fine. You're going to think I'm crazy and so might everybody else and I could be the laughing stock of the company for a while, but the son told me <laughs> I have to quit. <laughs> I'm going to go. The son said so. <laughs> and I literally told him, I said, I'm going to go chase my dream of being an inspirational speaker. And he's like, you want to talk about this? I'm like, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the following Monday, I uh, instead of taking on a new division, I was walking to a local coffee shop with no job and no plan for income, and I was making my first video. Amen. Yes. Okay, so we got to talk about this a little bit, because um, I feel like you spoke to most people in their job, not liking their job. Mm-hmm. You, you, you kind of mentioned that vicious cycle of yeah. you being someone who doesn't like your job, helping other people who don't like their job find a future job they won't like. Like that's, 
that's real, right? I mean, it seems really real, and and that's that's a lot of people's reality. Mm-hmm. You know, managers, people in corporate leadership, and they they don't like their own job, and they're moving people up or they're moving people around, and it's yeah. just like, it's what was that? Uh, explain the emptiness inside that occurs mm-hmm. in that vicious cycle. Wow, you ask such good questions. Thank you. <sighs> the emptiness. Um, it's like, I think Wayne Dyer said it so well once. He says, like, you can follow the creed of society and think that success is going to get you there and think that money is going to get you everything that you want, you know, and follow the bread crails and the crumbs until you get to, you know, the place they said you'd get to. And, and that can satisfy you maybe 98 or 99% of the way. Like, it's pretty good. Like, you'll have a house, you'll have food, you'll have a family that's safe, you know, like, the, you'll be in a situation where there's not crime around you. Like, 99 or 98% of the way, you'll be good. Yeah. But there's that extra little nugget, that extra sliver that you know maybe you call your soul your spirit your heart your purpose that can never ever be satisfied on somebody else's train for your life mm-hmm. and it just became glaringly aware to me uh, obvious to me that i was marching down a road where i would never be 100 percent fulfilled yeah. and then i would end up someday on a deathbed or death whatever i died on yeah. <laughs> hopefully not a car too soon but right. whatever. Uh, i would end up dying somewhere and thinking back on my life and saying wow I almost did it all. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I heard it there. <laughs> Man, that was pretty darn good, wasn't it? Yeah. But it wasn't phenomenal. Right. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because there is a very big difference between living a life that, like you said, is seemingly successful yeah. and a life that's truly fulfilling. Yeah. And so, you know, I love how you shift it from the emptiness to the actual lack of fulfillment and what yeah. that actually is. Because I think people really are in life's showing up to that job and they can't actually pinpoint what's wrong with them and I know when you do have what would look successful by society's terms and you're not satisfied it triggers guilt or shame as if you're let's say spoiled or you take it for granted when that's truly not Mm. actually the case it's just that you're not in an authentic alignment so what do you know about authentic alignment Wow. Yeah. The, the challenge is yeah, there's all sorts of different words for the thing. Yes. Is it alignment? Is it the Tao? Is it purpose? Is it, you know, following God's will? People yes. have all sorts of different words for it. Yes. Uh, By the way, for- thank you for the translation because you're right when every person hears it different. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like alignment. Like, okay, I need to go to a chiropractor. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So that's been a big challenge for me coming to California and everybody's like talking about consciousness like it's just like it's a no duh topic and yeah. I'm like it's kind of like really deep are you sure we all grasp this yeah. as much as we talk about it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah so uh, what do I know about alignment for me it's more it's purpose you purpose, know like following yes. a, a sense of purpose so I guess that's that's my brand that's the book I've got coming out that's what I talk about is purpose so for me to feel most authentic to myself I'm going to talk about purpose I feel like we don't actually have a drug problem we have a purpose problem people aren't actually lonely because they don't know how to date people they don't know their purpose and mm-hmm. that's why they can't attract their mate. Yeah. You know, people don't, you know, aren't making enough money because they don't know how to interview. Mm-hmm. They're not following the purpose. So they're not good at what they want to do or they're not good at what they do because they don't die to do it. Yes. You know, yes. um, you know, we don't have a domestic violence problem. We have a purpose problem and all that energy that could be used to change the world is being used to beat wives and children. Yes. You know, like all of everywhere I look, like I feel like there is only one problem in the world and that is that we are not living our purpose. (laughs) 
<laughs> everything else, so happy. Yeah, like everything else stems from that, you yeah. know? And so we're off like, how do we, I don't know, like reduce unemployment, like, I don't know, maybe talk about purpose a little more. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, make it so that the one dude who follows his purpose from the Midwest isn't ostracized and looked at as crazy for two years yep. until he figures out how to make it really profitable. Yes. You yes, know? yes. And then they're all like, oh my god, I would love to. Like, <laughs> I knew you'd do it. I was out of Yeah. Man, you guys, listen, this is a real ass conversation right now. Uh, we're talking about purpose. We're talking about, this is Hearts Unleashed. Like, you, we are encouraging you to live out, or like, actually just look for your purpose in the first place. We haven't been trained to do this. And Joe and I had like a 30-minute conversation about education before this podcast. That's probably a whole nother episode. But, um, you know, what you're saying here is something that I speak to, and I want to just translate it for a second, is we can't fight fire with fire yeah exactly and that is what this whole world is it's just i mean it's rampant and we yeah. think we think that if we apply more anger or more force or more something or blame or shame that we're going to be right and people will follow our rightness more than someone else's and that mm -hmm. just continues to create the separation and the divide and the, just that division and I, so I love what you're talking about. We don't have a problem. We don't have this problem. We don't have this problem. And we sh when we deal with that problem, yeah. we are treating symptoms. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I feel like people haven't don't understand the technology of a problem mm -hmm. because we all we see are the actual symptoms out in the world. It's like a rash, but we're not actually treating it from the inside out. And so you, what you're saying about purpose and people finding it and then using it and transmutation is what you're, I know you were sharing and I really want to translate it for the listeners is yeah, yeah. when you domestic violence, for example, is dis associated or what's the word um uh displaced displaced anger displaced yeah. energy mm -hmm. and so all this energy is being exerted in an unhealthy way mm -hmm. as opposed to saying wow this is what i want this is what i'm passionate about this is what i care about yeah. let me follow that at 100 miles per hour exactly. when we are doing that and if we're all doing that it doesn't intersect in a negative way because now we can create forward momentum for the good of humanity yes so i'm 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 just this is my jam <laughs> So tell us about how you help people find and accelerate their purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I live at the intersection of spirituality and business. You know, Love it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much my jam. And, um, the, the challenge that I see is that people hear talks like this of like, oh, purpose is the answer. Cool. I'm going to go live my purpose. But you, there's all this rhetoric out there of like finding your purpose. And I think built into the language of it is so confusing because yeah. you don't find your purpose because the way you find anything else, find your keys, find this coffee cup. Yep. You're looking with your eyes outside of you. Yeah. You know, and so when people say find your purpose, it's like, oh, maybe it's in this book. Maybe it's in that seminar. <laughs> you know, maybe it's like, a, in like some... I don't know, anywhere outside of me. And it's never there. Yeah. You know, the, the, the paradox of all paradoxes that they wrote, you know, hundreds of thousands of pages of spiritual texts about in all of the religions yep. is that the kingdom of heaven lives in not one man, but all men. Yep. And it exists in the silence. Yes. You know? So oh, yes. the, like the only way to, in fact, Osho, a spiritual teacher, a great spiritual teacher, um, 
said that the only thing that's not insane is meditation. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so the more we meditate and let silence overwhelm us, the more the purposeful path becomes the only sane thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so if anybody's in this place of like, oh, what do I, what do I do? Like maybe, maybe I invest more in this. Maybe I invest more in that. Maybe I spend more time here. Maybe go to work harder. You know, to work yeah. my purpose. Maybe I quit this job and start that job. Like the, we talked a little bit about the intelligence that exists beneath and and around the intellect. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's different dimensions of our human intelligence. Um, our intellect is the part of us that can divide and cut and like dissect and figure things out and analyze. It's the part of me that was so glorified in engineering degree with five calculus yes. classes, <laughs> all the physics that they could teach, Yep. you know, uh, but that's not everything. And if you don't know how to use that intellect, then you lead, you lead your life into a tragedy. So that's the first thing I want to say is like, if you, if you, if you're listening to this, you're getting excited about purpose and you're like, cool, I'm going to live my purpose, but you don't have clarity, like confidence without clarity will destroy the world. Mm. You know, like, so first find clarity. In Wait, say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Confidence without clarity will destroy the world. Yes. Absolutely. And so, the, you know, the only way to try and f- tr- find true clarity in a way that's authentic and real to you, um, I feel, i found, and I've helped people find is in silence. Mm-hmm. Um, from that, when you have that nugget, that like seed crystal of like clarity of like, okay, this is like the essence of who I am. From this place, I can create a vision, mm-hmm. you know, and then let my vision kind of be like the roadmap to however I'm going to get there. I don't know every step along the way and that's what I love to teach like I'm all about this concept of letting purpose go viral yeah and basically it starts with find your peace find your silence find your stillness set a clear vision from there mm-hmm. and then work yourself into the ability to trust life and yourself enough to know that that vision is going to happen mm-hmm. without you knowing every step along the way mm. and from there you you know basically like here's how it goes it's like a lot of us trust ourselves, but we don't trust life. And I call that personal development. Yeah. You know, it's like, if it's going to happen, it's up to me. Like, yeah. make it move. Ah, oh, <laughs> God's fire. You know, like all this stuff. And it's so exciting if you're in victim mode and you need to get out of it and get your, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. But what I see is a much more effective way is like, let's not get so crazy with all this energy and go off and start a network marketing business that isn't aligned with your heart, but it just makes a bunch of money and yeah. it's you, know, you pride yourself that it's not a cubicle job. Yeah. Like, let's, maybe we'll have a little bit more like guidance on this missile. You know yes. what I mean? So, um, so just finding peace and stillness in a way that you don't have to succeed in order to feel love, you know, because yeah. you feel that self-love first, yeah. um, I think is, is critical on the journey. And so when, anyways, once you set that vision and you start moving in the direction of it, mm-hmm. basically the whole game is, is like, 50% action, 50% listening. 50% action, 50% listening. And my greatest mentors are trees and the ocean waves. Oh, yes, we do. I get Keep going. Just keep going. Sand. Oh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Mountains, grass. Keep going. Totally, totally. And if you think I'm crazy, like a lot of people do when they hear me say that, like, well, my greatest mentor is Tony Robbins. Like, okay, cool. Like, he, I've learned a lot from him, too. Yeah. But what, I'm, what I mean is, like, without anxiety, and without um, fear, without scared of being seen a certain way or whatever, the waves still crash in, confident, totally courageous, totally authentic. They're just crashing the way they crash, mm-hmm. you know? And then they recede because they know that they're not the only thing. They're making room for other waves, mm-hmm. you know? And then they're planning their next, you know, attack. Yeah. So it's like this, like, inhale, exhale, inhale, yeah, exhale. Yeah, absolutely. And so I feel like applying that to the entrepreneurial journey is the best way to, like, succeed in the marathon of it yeah. instead of 
you know, win a sprint or two and burn out. Yeah. Yes. And you know, you mentioned a few different things that tie together. There is shifting, right? Like most people do start off in a self-development journey, rah, rah, like, you know, and, and transformation even because transformation itself, often people enter that, that conversation or that process thinking they're still going to fix something that's wrong with them exactly, and that they're going to find it outside of them. And so you, you mentioned people like really shifting from the intellect over to the intuition right, right. is what I heard you say. And so, but that requires trust and that requires like a slowing down that we've really never been taught. Yeah. And so what do you say to someone who, who is getting curious, they're, they're awakening like your, I feel like maybe your awakening, which you can kind of elaborate on may have been that eclipse. It just totally snapped you. Maybe you were doing the work, right? Like mm-hmm. you were dabbling, but that, and so there's people out there who are dabbling and they're getting more curious, but they're on that threshold. Mm-hmm. And a natural step is self-development, but mm-hmm. how can they make a quantum leap over to ascension or evo- like the intuition side of the process? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's it's two things. In one way, like it, it happens when we're called, and in another way, you can definitely set the conditions where you could hear it. So, like if you do, a lot of times in like the personal development world, it's like we talk about like God or a higher force, but we don't actually act in alignment with it. Yeah. I think that's the biggest challenge with religion too. Is like the word God is thrown around so much that you can actually be in victim mode and not know it. Yeah. Like because it's like well, I don't I don't have to live perfectly because I'll just come here every Sunday and clean it up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't have to actually embody God because the priest has got it, you know, or whatever. Ooh, yeah, give it away. Yeah, totally. And so um, we talk about, you know, God and higher power a lot in personal development seminars and, and circles and stuff. But um, if, like, let's just assume, this is where, basically there's, I'll come back to that in a second. There's a, a four, like, level pyramid, if you look it up, like the four levels of human consciousness. Yeah. Uh, you've probably seen it before. But it's like victimhood, then in, like, empowerment in level two, and then spiritual awakening or co-creation, and then, like, unity, where you're mm-hmm. just, like, a saint, you know? Um, so what we're really talking about is, like, how to not not live decades of your life in one and two mm-hmm. and then spend more of your time in three you know with the idea of humanity all getting will you repeat them eventually. one more time yeah so uh if you think of a pyramid it's like the, there's four levels the first one would be like victimhood where you here's here's how i think about it you don't trust yourself and you don't trust life yeah. so therefore everything that happens is happening to you yes. and life's a bitch until you die yes you know Ugh, I, hate that <laughs> I, I hear it and i hate it yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah like thank god it's monday yeah. and like, or, or, i mean you know, think that's yeah. Friday, whatever they yeah, say. Yeah. Um, anyways, but then you like, you catch on to some personal development. Yeah. And this is all just to give context to what we're talking about. You catch on to some personal development. You listen to Tony Robbins, maybe Les Brown was it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, if you want to think bad enough to go out and fight for it, go out day and night for it. You give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. If all of your dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. Yeah. If you go out and sweat for it, and fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all your tail of the opposition for it, yes. and I could go on. Yes. But, um, yes. but anyways, then you catch on to some personal development, you start getting some energy in your veins, you know, it's like exciting, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you go to some seminars, I actually met my girlfriend at a Tony Robbins event, like they're great places, Yeah. but then uh, you realize that like, y- you can keep going back to the personal development well until you embody it, and then you don't have to like keep going back to these things because yes. you need to drink from the well of where truth is. Oh, pause right there, Sure. just because this is so great because people do stop there, you yeah. know what I mean, because there's 
I, and like, alert, if it's starting to trigger you or starting to like, you, this thought process is waking you up and you've been in the self-development world for what, more than a year or two years, if it's five and 10 and six or whatever, like wake up and, or, or get a coach or something that is yeah. going to propel you because that is not, it's only level two of four levels. So go ahead. Keep yeah, going. absolutely. So basically that brings us to where we were talking about before. How do you like get to the ascension, the 5D, yes. the consciousness, the purpose, which is on the other side of all of this, like, yeah. you know, um, and I think the answer could be twofold. Find somebody that you align with spiritually like yourself yeah. to, you know, really get a feel for what this all means applicable to me. Because mm -hmm. naturally we all suck at seeing ourselves. Yeah. All of our five senses are pointed outwards. Yes. And the only way to see yourself is like create art yes. or shut up for a long time. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I love what you're saying. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> um, so that would be, that would be one way, you know, like fast track. If you don't, if you don't want to do anything else I say, then hire a coach. Um, but I think the most effective way is like, again, going back to what I said a couple minutes ago, like if you do assume now you trust yourself and you're starting to trust life. So just on a hunch, like assume there is a higher power and everything that happens to you is like guiding you. And I don't mean higher power in a dogmatic way. I just mean like something's beautiful that's beating your heart and we're not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. That higher power, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. assume that that thing has taken hold of you and is, you know, caressing you through life mm -hmm. and assume that you have a purpose and you feel this purpose, you feel this calling or this vision or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're following this vision and this calling into the world. So, you know, that vision wasn't given to you, you know, by accident. You know, it is you in a way and life is supporting it. So therefore everything that happens to you is supporting this vision to come out of you, this purpose to come out of you. Yes. Here's the honest, hard question that I think a lot of people have to ask themselves. Like with the current level of busyness that you, you either has been given to you by kids mm -hmm. or you have taken on by, mm -hmm. you know, setting up your life because we all take responsibility for how our schedule is. Yes. You know, um, yes. take a good, honest look at your life. And like, if that power was trying to set you up with like, here's the next step, here's the next step, here's the next step. We call that intuition. Yes. You know, like if it was trying to set that up, could you hear it? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm speechless. Well, you, I, I constantly tell the listeners, and, and I want to reference it because they've heard this over and over, is to yeah. listen to the urges of your heart. Yeah. And we are busying ourselves. We are distracting ourselves. Yeah. And what you're talking about, that shift from, like, the empowered self-development stage over to co-creation yeah. is that it, in self-development, we are so inquiry-minded. Yeah. We are... We're Where's the answer? Where's the answer? Who am I? What am I? So we need to know and we're searching for the answer so much that we do end up busying ourselves exactly. that there's no room for mm -hmm. the answer to come. So exactly. go ahead. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. you totally nailed it. Like, um, you know, your heart's always talking to you. But the problem is it whispers and your mind shouts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and so what I find to be the best way to do that is go, go somewhere where you can quiet your mind. I mean, you see how I live my life. I hang out here in my favorite chair and look out at like green nature. And over there, you can see the ocean. Yes. You know, like I, I set this up and there's a hammock right there. I set this up because like, I can't be stressed when I'm sitting here, Yeah. you know, yeah. and I don't do that because like, I'm scared of stress. I do that because like my heart's got gifts to give the world. And if I don't set my life up mm -hmm. in a way where my heart like has room to reach the world, then nobody benefits, you know, and then I'm not living my purpose because yeah. a lot of people confuse purpose is a separate issue, but a lot of people confuse purpose with passion. Yes. Passion is like, yeah, I'm going to do this because I love it. Yep. You know, purpose is like, I'm going to do this because it serves other human beings. And that's where I find fulfillment. Yes. And, um, yeah, I just think that's, that's the most important, uh, 
Okay, so when people people are then shifting from empowerment to co-creation, they shift out of the need to know into curiosity. Mm. And like you said, is there's a huge difference between purpose and passion because passion yeah. can be very ego-driven. Yeah. And then how do people discover their actual purpose? Like I mm. I know I do this work with my clients, and it's like sure. one of my favorite exercises. But if someone's just getting started and they are ready to shift out of the self-development phase. How can, you know, be getting quiet and, and then what? I love asking the how questions for yeah, our listeners. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So important. You get quiet and I would never, anytime you get quiet, bring a notepad mm. is, is what I always say because like it sounds crazy. I remember the first time I considered the concept of intuition, mm-hmm. it was like if words come through me, then I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. Like, okay. Like I was like terrified. Yeah. Like if words come through me, then this model of reality where like I'm really like, atheist yep. and you know, like there's all this stuff like aliens I don't have to think about because they're not going to get me yeah. <laughs> like all yep. this stuff. Like, is it real? Uh, was the mindset that I was in. And then basically I had to overcome that fear. I don't know if people experience that fear, but that's definitely where I was at. Like, yeah. I'm going to be batshit crazy if words come through me. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we talk about sixth sense and, and ESP and psychic abilities. Like there's some, mystical things or maybe things that only people are really gifted have but the truth is we're all connected by this electromagnetic field that connects us all Mm -hmm. maybe quantum field you like to call it Mm -hmm. and the sixth sense is is no more woo woo than sight yes you know yes um and part of the sixth sense is is channeling what nikola tesla the dude who invented the electricity that is the ability for us to communicate right now Mm -hmm. nikola tesla called it infinite intelligence and so did like all of the steel tycoons and napoleon hill who fathered the the purpose uh, personal development uh, movement yep um and so like all these people talk about infinite intelligence not like god like we got to pray to him and bow down to him but like infinite intelligence like Oh, wow, there's a soup of information up, up and around and in here. In the ether, you know? yeah. Like, yes. wherever you want to call it. Just like, I, don't want, I don't always like to point up, because in a lot of ways it's inside. It's, yeah. it's like, not here. Um, but it's available, and it's only available in the silence. So what I always tell people is, like, when you go to the silence, in fact, when, when somebody comes to me as a coaching client, I always say, like, first step, go to somewhere quiet. If it's here in Encinitas, you're going to go to the beach. Here's what you're going to do. You bring, you put your phone on airplane mode and just write your vision. Yeah. You know, write your vision of, like, if you didn't have to be realistic, that's the most important phrase. Like, go get quiet, and if you didn't have to be realistic, write everything you'd create in your life mm. 12 months out and 10 years out. Mm-hmm. You know, so that you could start to see, like, a lot of times people are like timid they're like 12 months cool and then 10 years like wow if that happened in one year shit what could i do with this 10 years yes you know so you start to write that out and i like i think an easy definition of purpose that helps people is the progressive realization of your highest heart-centered vision Mm. you know so you get quiet so it's heart-centered you let yourself dream big so it's your highest vision Mm -hmm. and then you progressively realize it because then we're getting into another one of my favorite topics which is people who just set the vision board light the candles and wait Um, for years you know so like I'm not saying that like when you move out of personal development you move into co-creation you set a vision and it's all done like totally totally not what I'm saying yes I'm just saying like now you are you know letting the energy that as Abraham Hicks would say that moves world or builds world Mm -hmm. you're letting that support you yes Um, and so you know the next step once you set that vision is mm-hmm. commit like really take responsibility for taking action every day to first set your energy I think before we take any action to do things like I never set a call before 11 a.m. because mm-hmm. I have like such a morning routine that I'm so like amen me too yeah yeah I have a morning routine that is like so sacred to me you know like yeah. I go to the gym and I meditate and all that stuff um, 
anyways, like commit to a morning routine that like puts you in a high vibration the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. You find like I find that people don't need so much business strategy; they just need to approach life with joy and energy and ease and ease. Yes. And then people are want to be with you because when you think about what business is, all mm -hmm. oh, is a structured communication with other humans in a way that helps them. Yes. You know, like wait, say it again. Structured communication with other humans in a way that helps them. Say it one more time. <laughs> business is just structured communication with other humans in a way that helps them. Yes. <laughs> so people mess that up. Business is like, no, it's money, it's greed, it's marketing funnels, it's blah, 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 blah. Like, those are tools. Yes. You know, those are all tools, but that's not what business is. To let is. people know how yeah. you help them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And maybe not greed, but, you know, yeah. like money as a tool yeah you know like it's, all... it, it's attention yeah you know? and um a lot of people kind of mix that up and mess that up but anyways so setting the vision and then setting like taking uh, responsibility and basically setting your morning routine yeah um then from there committing to laying a brick every day so that job that sucked my soul that i started this conversation with mm -hmm. so you know it sucked in a lot of ways but it taught me sales and it also taught me one fascinating quote that's embedded in my dna because i had to tape it to my monitor yes. which is that rome wasn't built in a day but they were laying bricks every day yes so be patient yes i want to speak to that for just a second because sure. you're you're really you're bringing it home is when people shift out of the empowerment self-development realm and they do get curious about spirituality which by the way, I'm going to teach you a life hack. If you do really want a shortcut is get more interested in your spirituality, period. Mm, yeah. Doesn't matter how the journey unfolds from there, but you are always um, holding yourself back or denying yourself if you refuse to explore your spiritual journey. And so just want to say that, but like, Amen. you know, you mentioned people buying the crystals, setting up the vision boards, <laughs> sitting there, lighting the candles and the incense, like cool. You're on your path. Yeah, like, and, yeah, crystals right over there. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm all into it too. I post them all the time. But here, what you said is like laying a brick every day. Yeah. And that every encounter is a divine encounter. Every interaction is a divine interaction. Every step is a divine step. It's yeah. all a milestone. You can't get there from here. No. You have to walk. You can't stare at the staircase and wish you were at the top and not take a damn step. Yeah. And so I love the way you said it because everybody does start out the very typical way. Let me get, um, you know, a cute necklace that looks spiritual or something like that. Yeah. Oh, let me shave my head, whatever. Yeah. But that's not the thing. When you're talking about listening from within and it just really um, can accelerate. Yeah. And so, um, and you also mentioned Abraham Hicks and I, I wanted to share those steps because I think people are asking, 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 asking all the time, but you can't move until you then open up. Mm -hmm. Right. So opening is also different from receiving. Mm. And so when people are, they, do the opening they get curious about spirituality they start the vision boards and the journaling but they're not always ready to receive yeah now I see this also in transformation when people are just starting their self-development journey that I like to say a lot of the times help is just on the other side of asking for it mm. right I made that my own discovery in that in therapy because I after divorce I was so triggered by everything yeah. and I was ego tripping about it like I wasn't willing to like I didn't know how to work through that and so um, people were asking me hey are you getting therapy are you going to any form of recovery are you talking about what you're dealing with and I'm like no I'm fine no, I'm fine. Yeah. And until I gave that up, which surrender, and I'd love for it to talk about surrender for a minute, is um, then gave it up. Then I was open, but actually receiving that support was mm -hmm. still uncomfortable. 
And so we may want it for ourselves so badly, but we're not willing to be helped. Wow. We're not willing to receive support because it's so uncomfortable. Wow. What do you hear? What do you see in that? That's amazing. Yeah, I think what we're really scared of is being seen as vulnerable as yes. the person that doesn't have it all put together. Yes. I mean, that's like my story to a T before the corporate job. Corporate yeah. job was just a manifestation of me trying to have it all together. Yeah. You know, but like when I was 14, I came home and my mom was an alcoholic at the time and had fallen down the stairs. Yeah. Cracked her head open at the foot of the foot of the stairs and like crawled her way back up into bed. Yeah. And so when I come home, when I'm a freshman in high school, yeah. um, you know, I see her holding a pillow to her head and she's bleeding, you know, profusely. And I'm standing there like my parents are split up. So I'm I'm the man of the house or so my dad said and I didn't know what that meant but like my fingers hovering over the nine on the 911 and I'm like about to call because it's what, what you're supposed to do it's what they told me in school but my mom because of a lot of like her non-willingness to get help and all that and she's like no Joey don't call no Joey don't call so I didn't call and then I stuffed down all that shame of not having saved her because two weeks later um, she finally did get medical treatment and then immediately life flighted to get a brain surgery to save her life, you right. know, because the bleed had would have been a bleed on her brain, not just on the outside, and created a brain swell a brain uh, swelling yeah. called cerebral hematoma. Yeah. And uh, severely damaged her brain, still to this day she's in a nursing home. And so um, that fucked with me big time, you know, all through growing up. Yeah. And so I was in this place where I'm supposed to be a dude, I'm on the football team, so I'm supposed to have it all put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, I'm feeling this shame and guilt inside. So that drove me to want to make it look like I had a more put together. Right. So that nobody would ever question me. You know, and I, never, I would never end up being the dude who's a mess up because his mom was a mess up. You yeah. Know? Um, and so that, like, that shame and guilt and wanting to show up perfect in the world, like, forced me into never considering purpose, only considering success. Mm. And that... And perfection. And perfection, hear, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, a big piece of this isn't just getting quiet. It's going to end up being, you know, in some cases, forgiveness to yourself and to others. And mm-hmm. that's where you're talking about the spiritual journey. I think you don't have to think about, like, oh, no, Joe said fr- fr- frigid first. No, he said yeah. for, Like, s- yep. spirit will guide you, you know? Yes. So get curious is so important. Well, and remind us what that fourth step is because I feel like this is coming in the fourth uh, of the, the pyramid, pyramid? Yes. yeah it's definitely unity yes. um, so I'm, I don't live there yeah I'm, I'm working on it <laughs> we are we all, well you know what's interesting is it very important step of co-creation what you're talking about shifting is doing the shadow work yeah totally which isn't heavily talked about yet I yeah. feel like this wave is coming so hearts y'all better be listening taking notes <laughs> but it's been really frou-frou lately yeah. about um, both personal and professional development right because there there is that ego Tony Robbins like if you do this it will you'll light your life will just take off and it's all gonna and we're gonna look like we have it all together and, and yeah. we're gonna be this new type of perfect right exactly. it's becoming a new sexy the corporate America and having the security was what was like aspired now we want the entrepreneur Entrepreneurship, freedom, flexibility, you know, that kind of control. But it is, we manipulated that too. Interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. 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 We've glorified that now. And so, but the thing that's not so glorious or glamorous about this work is the shadow work required to truly co-create and find unity. Totally. 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 Yeah. So... Yeah, we were just talking about like not wanting to accept help. Um, yeah. And like the journey for me was realizing that 
I was just, you know, chasing the next big thing that I, like exactly like you said, like that I thought would complete me. So I was listening to Tony Robbins and all this Les Brown stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started a company right out of college and we're you know, a team of eight of us and we're valued at 500 grand and we got the seed funding. We're pitching to these venture capitalists and it's like really exciting. We're living the laptop lifestyle. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See that? I'm not a loser. You know, yeah. like that's totally the consciousness that's coming from. And I'll go out and impress these crowds of students. It was an online internship review platform called Internwire. Yes. And so we had like internship reviews from 20 different countries and like it was this really cool thing where students could post reviews like Glassdoor.com or Yelp and self-navigate to the career of their dreams. Yes. But at the same time, it was like not my actual purpose. It was right. just this thing that I saw an opportunity in. So that's yeah. why I'd like to say, per I'd like to talk about purpose-driven entrepreneurship because I right. feel like conventional entrepreneurship is you got into business to because you saw an opportunity to sell your thing. Yep. Whereas purpose-driven entrepreneurship is you got into business because you felt a calling and you couldn't help but sell your thing. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> so really yes. important distinction there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like you're so, so right. Like the shadow work that a lot of people don't talk about is like the, the day that I realized that my life was just a house of cards getting taller. Yes. And I needed to go home immediately. I drove home for two hours from Toledo to Ohio. Went to school in Toledo, drove home to Cleveland and um, visited my mom in the nursing home for the first time alone instead mm. of coming with someone else because it was easier for everybody's schedule and everything. I went alone and cried my fucking eyes out with her. And I looked into her eyes and I said, I'm sorry. Like tried it three times, couldn't get the words out. Hugged her, cried, tried again, and and she was crying too. And she said she's sorry, or at least she did as much as she could. And she knew how. Um, man, I'm still thinking about it. It's so powerful because like that was really the way it was lifted. It's a sexy story to talk about an eclipse. Yeah. But like the real work was like, fuck, mm -hmm. I gotta really go. Like, I can't keep running from the woman that means most to me, mm -hmm. my mother. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what I was doing and chasing success in the world was running from her yeah. pain and the me that I had created from the pain that I experienced yes. that day when I was 14. And what I did, interesting that day, was go play football with my buddies. And so, like, I, I won that game of football. And from that moment on, I embedded in my mind that I have to win to yeah. not be, you know, a failure. And so, going back to what you said, I think the real challenge in not asking for help is that we're scared to be seen for who we really are. Mm -hmm. which or is who we think we are. Like yeah. you were saying, that identity that got created. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We're, yeah, we're scared to be seen for, for yeah, who we don't know we are in a lot of cases. Because yeah. when you're living in that zone, it's like, I am this identity, I am this thing. But what if I'm... What if it's not working? What if I'm not? What yes. if I just need to cry with somebody? Yeah. Then, then you don't know who you're showing up as, mm -hmm. which I say is miraculous. It because is. if you knew the whole steps, <laughs> if you knew all the steps, if you knew everything about what's going to happen yes. when you forgive your dad, yeah. you know, then, then it wouldn't be so exciting. But it's exciting because this fear and anxiety is just misunderstood enthusiasm. Yeah. And we're just, yeah, I just, oh, oh you yeah. nailed it. It's like, <laughs> man, people don't know who they are and they, they fear the identity crisis of what you said. If I'm not that, then what am I? But like yeah. it's only because we fear the unknown if yeah. we knew how beautiful the unknown truly can be and sure. what, what it will reveal to us then i think we'd all be running at transformation and ascension so absolutely that is spot on so how can people run towards you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this whole idea of letting purpose go viral like i said it's 50 percent 
acting in the world with business strategy that doesn't feel icky and also 50% listening to your intuition, setting up your morning routine and all that stuff. So um, I tried a bunch of different ways to show people in terms of like a first getting to know me sort of like a, you know, trade your email for this. Yeah. Um, and what I found was that if I tried to teach any one of the steps, it didn't make sense. Mm. So what I put together was a viral purpose checklist. Cool. So people can go through and see like, which is the one area that's going to make the most difference to me in my life now where yeah. I'm at? Like whether you're, you're stuck in a corporate job and you're thinking about living your dreams, but nobody mm. around you understands, or you're already a purpose-driven entrepreneur, you're a solopreneur, you're feeling lonely, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to you know, align with a tribe and um, figure out the next strategy that's going to make you not have to think about where to find my next client, you know, all sorts of things. So wherever you lie on that spectrum, yes. um, I have a, an agency that runs ads for like established teams, but um, I think everybody listening to this podcast is going to be pretty much primarily focused on you know either solopreneur or aspiring entrepreneur. Yeah. By solopreneur, I mean just doing it on your own or with a couple freelancers. So yes. the best way would be at viralpurposechecklist.com. Yeah. Um, and there you'll, you can download the thing and start to get some, some targeted guidance on like what would be the next step to really bring my message to the world, my love to the world in a way that uh, you know enables Source to help me do it. <laughs> mm, I like it. Well, and I like how it ties exactly into the conversation we had all day is you know meeting people where they are, yeah. that checklist, and everybody being able to assess themselves and say, okay, I'm not you know at, at co-creation or unity yet, but I'm, sure. I know I'm in self-development or I know I'm in victim mode, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. you guys, check out what, what was it again? Purpose? Yes, yeah, the viral purpose checklist. So By, like viral, right. like a video going viral. V-I-R-A-L. Um, purposechecklist.com. Definitely. So check out the viral purposechecklist.com and take a look at where you're at. And then how, so, okay, so they're going to go do this checklist and then what? How can they work with you? Well, it depends on what you're called to do. Right now, um, the primary way that I'm working with people is not so much one-on-one coaching anymore. I'm kind of full. Um, so I, I realized that the way that the aspiring entrepreneur, this is like a huge breakthrough in the last like three months ago or so. The way that the aspiring entrepreneur learns the business skills to bring their stuff to the world is typically video courses. Reason being is that they haven't made a bunch of money yet, so Mm -hmm. they don't have a whole lot of money to spend unless they got credit cards or whatever the deal is. So, um, large business gurus and everything like that are just selling them video courses. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's not a whole lot of one-on-one coaching or whatever, unless you're working with somebody who just started out whose prices aren't high yet. So, um, I I see such a huge gap in that market of like actual one-on-one community support that, um, you know, that helps people get to the next level in a practical way that doesn't feel icky and is alignment with their purpose. Yeah. And so what came through me through a couple of meditations and an ayahuasca journey, which we didn't get into today, oh, but it was no. mind bending, yes. um, is the Viral Purpose Academy, which is a virtual accelerator facilitated through masterminds. And so what I do is actually facilitate masterminds, 10 people at a time. Yeah. Um, and I have coaches that work on my behalf to facilitate them when, you know, I can't be in all of them. But, right. um, in these masterminds, people have an opportunity to actually like say, hey, here's where I'm at, here's where I'm stuck, mm-hmm. and get targeted advice from all of these people. Yes. So what I find is like 70% of the entrepreneurial journey is totally inward, and then like 30% is strategy. Yep. So like if I just like gave people strategies, wouldn't serve them. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. when you give people strategies with the context of, hey, we all love each other here, like they're heart-centered masterminds, we start them all with like a, medi- a guided meditation, yes. and everybody rises to a whole new level of consciousness and sees like clarity of solutions that they didn't, you know, couldn't have believed were possible before that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, finding tribe and accountability partners and getting answers to their questions, we hold those every two weeks. Yeah. Um, so that's what happens when you enroll in the Viral Purpose Academy, um, which is available at viralpurposeacademy.com. So Perfect. you'll see everything about that, the story, the mission, the vision, the, what we do, what's involved, and all that stuff. Awesome, awesome.
awesome, awesome. Thank you. And I love what you're explaining and how you, yeah. So that's for definitely for people who are ready to actually put their purpose to the pavement, get, get it moving and get yeah. it going. So, um, you guys and earn a living doing so. What's that? And earn a living doing so. Eggs, yeah. You have to be profitable. Otherwise you, you know, you're kind of pretending to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, the, <laughs> most definitely. I love that playing entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> and then how about social media? Where can we start following you? Yeah. It's just Joe McVean on Instagram, on Facebook, um, MCVEEN. Awesome. Uh, where else? I guess I got a LinkedIn, but you know, Instagram would probably be the best way. Do people do that? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I know it seems so vital. They make it seem really important, but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> guys thank you so much for the listening to the hearts unleashed podcast show i want to thank you for being My here pleasure. thank you for like i said one minute westerner to another and also you guys i don't know if you heard the birds in the back having their own podcast interview but um <laughs> i absolutely enjoyed it and so thanks for just listening in thanks for opening your heart you guys help truly is on the other side of asking for it so if you open up be willing to receive and you will be absolutely astonished at the support of the universe of whatever higher power you want to talk about but um, help is just on the other side of asking for it. So thank you for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.